Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. If you were to look at my tracker, if you were to look at my exercise, if you were to look at my choices, they don't reflect somebody consistently. They don't consistently reflect somebody who feels worth it or feels a lot of self-worth. There. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There is no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we are willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, actions speak louder than words, right? Have your words been saying that you're worth it, but your actions haven't been showing it? This week, we're having a real conversation about our words versus our actions. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, how was your week? Can I just say, I like I popped it out on the... Um, on the Real WW Talk Facebook group trying to hand out Bravo stars this week. And it seems like it was a hard week for all of us. Was it hard for you guys too? Yeah. I, I, you know, it started off pretty well. You know, after our chat, I was super motivated over the weekend, made some choices. I knew I was going into my son's birthday party. And uh, so I was trying to make choices to to have some extra points for cake and and to feel good. But I think I started to slip midweek. Um, for a variety of different reasons that I, I can't really go into all of them today. But I, I think it was probably a, a 50-50 for me for the week. So started off real strong, but then started to fizzle towards the end, which continues to be my pattern that I'm trying to break. Okay. All right. And it's also close to the end of the month. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, if you still struggle with that, like... If, I got the first know. coming. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Candace is fresh. Wait the rest. Wait till the first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess I'll go next. Um, My week, I feel like it was kind of similar to what Candace is describing. I feel like I did really feel strong after after last week and saying, you know, accountability. I did walk away from last week saying, okay, I need to be accountable, not only to you know my support system, but to myself. So I I did track everything, but it's like at a certain point, 
you can track everything and be a hundred points over. And it's like, well, if I do that every week, I'm not really, I may be being accountable for everything I eat, but I'm not doing the plan. Um, so I think it was a step in the right direction as far as being honest about tracking everything, but midweek, similar to Candice, um, midweek was when I, I really struggled because we had a baby shower. And, you know, now that with COVID things are kind of loosening up, uh, we hadn't have, we, we came back to school in March, um, and we were like, no food in the staff lounge, no this, no that. By Friday, there were three cakes. So actually the baby shower at work was Thursday. And then Friday, it was someone's birthday. And she brought in two cakes that her cousin had given her. So there were three cakes in the staff lounge. And it was very, very challenging to walk by them to go to the coffee machine multiple times a day. And I didn't say no at that point. So, you know, the the scale was the same. So I'm, I think... Focusing on water really helped um, and, you know, continuing with my activity. But um, it was it was a tough end of the week. Leftovers are hard. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. mine was cake, too, with the mm-hmm. leftovers from his party. So and, you know, I love it. So I definitely understand you. It, it's hard to say no. It's hard. Yeah. I this week had. Um, it, I would say I had a passive week. OK. Um, I, I tracked, but I kind of three quarters tracked, let's put it that way. I mean, I still had, like, I focused on a lot of the good, good health habits, uh, but I wasn't tra- tracking 100%. I have not gotten on the scale cause I feel bloated. So I'm just, which is probably, I, sh- I need to eat on scale anyone anyway, just cause it's data, but you know what it is? I'm tired of seeing these, those wild swing gains that I know are not true gains because tomorrow it'll come down and be five pounds less, you know, than what it was. So I just don't, I don't feel like the emotional drama of it. Um, I know what I did this week. I know, I know that the effort that I put in this week is worth at least a maintain um, and not a gain. And so I just don't want to get on and see that there's going to be, you know, a wild swing like I've been having the past couple of weeks. So, uh, so there's that. Um, I went walking this week. So like, I felt good about it, but if you were to ask me about my journey this week, I would say it was passive. I was not an active thought, active participant from the thought standard of what, of what I was doing. Um, but the bravos that I hear this week from us, yeah. right. I mean, I hear bravo, to Candace, I'm getting out the star with no lights on it. Sorry, Candace. <laughs> um, I'll take I mean, it. I hear Bravo because I know we talked kind of midweek. You know, you had talked about um, pre-tracking cake ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? And so that's a Bravo because you you started that, right? Whereas before you would have been probably less aware and even less in control. Yeah. But that was a good, I think, a good step forward. And Ricky, last week, you know, feeling concerned about the different munching either late at night or in the midday. And it sounds like you were able to have more control over it. It was some of the little surprise elements mm-hmm. but compared to what it had been. I mean, it sounds like that was a really, that was a good thing. And for me, I had my fresh cut up watermelon cantaloupe and I munched on that instead of chips and like guys, the one night I had celery with my um, my vegan cream cheese on it. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> right? Who does that? Unless you're actually committed in some level to this journey. Yeah. yeah. 
That's pretty committed, Erin. That's amazing. <laughs> but you know something else that I think you should give yourself a bravo for, Erin, uh, when, when you said this morning about stepping on the scale, <clears throat> excuse me, and making sure that mentally, you know, you're processing because there's, we know that it's data, but it really can have that emotional effect on us, you know, mm-hmm. when it doesn't match what we feel our efforts are, even if with, if it's excessively in one direction or the other. Mm-hmm. So bravo to you for knowing that that could be something, that's something you needed to process first yeah. before stepping on, because sometimes I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how to, when I see the number, it's really triggering. I'm yeah. trying to let it just be data. I'm trying really hard. Yeah. Not, I'm not there yet, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. No, there, but, and there are times when I'm there and then there are times when I'm not. And I feel like because I've had so many of these really weird, wild swings, mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't want that to wreck the forward momentum that I do have. And so mm-hmm. if I go a week, this is what's so stupid. I'm like, you can go a week and not get 50 bonus points in your tracker for weighing in because the bonus is you're not off track next week. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. Putting it into perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Can I tell you guys something so terrible and funny that happened yesterday? Oh, <laughs> it involves the Peloton. Oh, so, no. <laughs> you guys, you guys. Oh, my gosh. This entire work from home COVID stretch. I have not done anything stupid with Zoom meetings, right? Like, I... <laughs> have not forgotten to turn my microphone on or off my camera, none of it. So yesterday we had a staff meeting and we had actually somebody in for our staff meeting. He was doing a presentation and I knew it was going to be about 30 minutes and I um, was going to have to work, uh, work late in the studio, which meant I was not going to get my, my walking in. So I was like, you know what? I've got time during this presentation. I'm going to turn my camera off and I'm going to get on the Peloton while this happened. So I turned my camera off. I maneuver my Peloton over. I swing my computer around and I'm getting on my Peloton and I see myself now within the presentation and teams, right? You only see like four boxes at the end, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like you see everybody, but in the boxes at the end, like I see myself and I'm like, wait a second, if I turn my camera off, should I be seeing myself? <laughs> and, and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, this, I'm not a pretty bike rider either. Like I don't look like a gazelle on this thing. Okay. And, and I, and I look at the camera button and I'm like, there isn't a line through it. Shouldn't it be a, like, why is it taking so long to process? And I'm like, I turned that camera off. That camera is off because I saw the dark box just with my initials on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it turned itself back on, but my coworkers got an eyeful of me briefly on the Peloton. And then I get a text for one coworker going, I didn't know you got an exercise bike. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> and then I got another text going, and this is from someone who is, she is a bicycler, like mm-hmm. like hundred mile things. She goes, you got a bike. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited. (laughs) You weren't in the bathroom, Erin. I mean, I know you, you weren't that girl in the beginning of COVID who took her her computer in the bathroom. They're like, no, Sally, no, no. That's a motivation. You're like, look, I am trying to keep my health physically. 
Yeah, when you think about it, it's like all of the the meetings that you have, like that's one of the best things you could be doing while like, especially like I'm a teacher when we have our kids who need to get their energy out, they might be doing a few jumping jacks and sometimes they are paying more attention once they've, you know, gotten some energy out. So it's a good way to, to get ready for listening. You guys, I woke (laughs) up three times in the middle of the night thinking about this, like, You probably looked fine. However, I can understand when you thought that you were thought that the camera was off. That makes it there's a recording of it. Uh they recorded the meeting. I'm not watching this recording. (laughs) Come on, I dare you. I double dare you watch it, just accept it. Yes. Right. Um, okay, so let me ask you guys this because a part of our, our struggle that um you know, even looking at our weeks this week, right? And something that we've been saying a lot is I'm worth it. I believe that I'm worth it, right? Um, And Candace, you kind of alluded to this last week, but it's do our actions show that we believe we're really worth it? No. (laughs) Not for me, not at all. I think that it feels correct and right to say that I'm worth it because saying that I'm not worth it, you know, would trigger a whole lot of like, why would I say that? Of course I'm worth it. But if you were to look at my tracker, if you were to look at my exercise, if you were to look at my choices, they don't reflect somebody consistently. They don't consistently reflect somebody who feels worth it or feels a lot of self-worth because I still am struggling with especially on days where the choices I'm especially not proud of feeling like I deserve fruits and vegetables. And we've talked about that in the past, you know, fruits and vegetables and exercise are reserved for people who do other things or make other choices, not me. Mm-hmm. And um, it really hit me this week that, that this particular topic, because I'm like, I, I really want to feel, I feel like I, should feel worth it. And I feel like my choices should reflect it, but I can't, I haven't been able to consistently show that. Mm-hmm. It's very frustrating, very frustrating for me. I, I just had an epiphany. Yeah. I feel like every time you have cake, this becomes a, this becomes a conversation Yeah, for you. Yeah. Like, do you, I don't, I mean, do you, do you see that? Cause I feel like, cause this week, right. You said you, you had cake. And then by the end of the week, like you kind of started to fall off the rails because of the cake thing. Mm-hmm. Is, is it that much of a, is it that much of a trigger? Cause like, so for me, I feel that way. And this is going to be it's burgers and fries, right? It's burgers and fries and the gluten-free donuts for me. Like there's some kind of, there's a hurdle and a shame element to it where I'm like, I can't do this. I'm not meant to do this. Like I can't have nice things kind of thing. Mine's it's, I wouldn't say it's the cake. I would say it's the going over of points. So it's not the, it's if I, if I had a cake, a piece of cake that I tracked or even a burger or something, and it was within my plan within the boundary I can, I'm fine. I can move on. I am triggered by negative points for the week, especially early on in the week. 
Mm-hmm. So in this example, my son's party was on Sunday and I had planned for some, but then I had a little bit more. So the number is a negative when I really wanted it to be in the positive. And it's hard for me to rebound from negative points, especially when it's not something I can just make up. Like, you know, sometimes they'll tell you, you can get rollovers yeah. and you can do this. So I'm like, I have a plan. I can get that together. But if I'm a hundred points in the hole, And there's no way that this week is going to turn into a positive in terms of the point structure. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult for me. I'm like, just chuck it because Mm -hmm. the negative number at the top is Mm -hmm. it's it's hard. I I completely agree with you, Candice. And going back to what you were saying about when we say we're worth it and then we our actions don't reflect that. I think it's sometimes, at least for me, trying to convince myself. It's like, I may not fully believe it now and my actions may not show it, but maybe if I say it enough, I will truly believe it and I'll truly act like I believe it. Just like with, you know, I hate to say it with saying, I'll I'll get to goal someday. I will get to goal. I will get to goal. I think, you know, when I say that, do I always, every time believe that? Do my actions reflect that? They probably don't. Like you're saying, if I have that week where I tracked everything, but it was 100 points over, those that actions of maybe I could have said no to some of those things and that number could have been lower doesn't really reflect that week that I'm, you know, believing that I'll get to goal. Or, or maybe it does. Maybe it's just like sometimes we're human and we have a tough week. But I think sometimes saying those things is just a way to, you know, I'm going to say it until I believe it, until I do it. Yeah. Because when you're making those choices in the moment, I think that's where, for me, it's reflective of how I feel about myself and my worth. So if in the moment I can't find the inner um, motivation to say, I am going to stick to the plan that I have set for myself because I'm worth it. um, I wonder if it's because some people are motivated by positive things. Some people are motivated by negative, right? I don't want to die. I don't want to have high blood pressure. I don't want to, I want to be here for my son is a positive. I don't want to get sick is a negative. Sometimes, you know, you're motivated by different things, but in that moment, I don't know if I found, if my why in the moment is strong enough for me to say, I'm going to stick to the one piece that will keep me within my points boundary. I'm reactive. I just kind of go with it. And then later on I reflect. And uh, that's where I feel like it's like, what do I need to have a stronger? Why? I mean, why is it that I am not a strong enough? Why? It doesn't have to be somebody else. It doesn't have to be my son. Um, But why is it just me wanting to live my best life? It's not strong enough for me in that moment to make a different decision. Mm -hmm. Because we're just a product of all of our decisions. (laughs) That's what gets to the points. It's not, you didn't get to a hundred points from one piece of cake. It was consistently over time, you know, maybe even over one day or two days, mm-hmm. making a choice to say, I'm not worth it to say no to this thing. Let's take a quick break. 
Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I, um, I don't even think about my why in mm-hmm. those moments. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't even cross my mind. It's like, am I going to eat this or not? Yes, I'm going to eat this. And I think mine is, mine's the deprivation. Mm-hmm. It's that, it's that choosing the no and ref and, and honestly, like just working so hard to reframe the no, that this isn't no, uh, deprivation, but it's a no, not right now. Like, can I, can I approach this thing and say, no, I'm not going to do it for this month or, you know, that kind of a thing, because otherwise it just, I'm going to eat it out of spite, which sounds so, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense because I'm not spiting anybody, but myself and my pants. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's the no because I'm worth it. I'm worth saying no to this. This is not something that honors me. You know, I think it's I'm trying to to again reframe that making those choices to stay within boundaries, making those choices to eat my fruits and vegetables or to drink my water, it's not punishment. That is me honoring myself. That is me showing in action form the worth that I say that I have. And I think for so long, I've just given into it. I just give mm-hmm. in. I just give in. It's such a habit. And if you look at my week, it is consistently the same habit and cycle. It's mm-hmm. Saturday. Okay, we got this. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, here, insert struggle. Okay, let's work through it. Okay, I kind of didn't do it to the best, but it's okay. Okay, wait, it's not Okay. Okay, I don't care. I don't care anymore. Let's just let's just throw away the week. I'm not worth it anymore because I've proven to myself early on in the week that I can't do it. And I yeah. Do you feel like it goes back to I don't know if if you guys can relate to this but to an impatience with how results especially as we get older, it takes time, you know, and when you're why like let's say I'm, you know, I have multiple whys, but I'm focusing on you know, I want to be the healthiest person I can be for my family, for, you know, just being able to move more and be fit. Well, I'm not going to see those results in a day. You know, it's like, I think sometimes I still have, even though I know, like, saying no to that piece of cake today won't have fruit tomorrow as far as like, oh, yeah, I lost 10 pounds because I said no to that cake yesterday. It takes time for me to see that and multiple times of saying no and making that choice. So do you, can you guys relate to that feeling like, I want to see the results now. It was hard for me to say no to that cake. So why do I have to wait <laughs> to see the results of it? Mm-hmm. That's my circle right now is I'm not saying yes to cake. And here I am having these wild swings of four and five pounds mm-hmm. on the, you know, on the scale. I'm like, what's, what is this wild swing? Because, and I know that it's not a true four or five pounds, but there is that mental thing of you see a four or five pound gain. It's like, 
uh, no, no, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And like, if I'm having this without cake, what would it be with cake? Maybe yeah. I should try it with cake. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you want that immediate, that immediate, I didn't have cake. I deserve a two pound loss. Right. You step on the scale and it's the same. And you're like, well, then what was the point? Right. Right. Exactly. right. What and, and we over-exaggerate the turmoil because, yeah, it's hard. Like you see other people having cake, you know, we're just on this cake example. But like we see other people, it's like, well, they're enjoying cake. I'm not enjoying cake. So I think what, at least for me, you guys may not experience it the same way, but I'm, am I reliving like that was so hard. That was really hard for me to do. And everyone else was so happy and I didn't have the cake and I didn't see the, the results. But really, when we look back, was it that like I probably moved on pretty quickly. I had something else. I did something else and it, I wasn't thinking about it. Why am I now when I have another opportunity to say no, just giving in this time? Like, I have a question for you all. Do you would you say honestly that you enjoy this lifestyle? The mm-hmm. WW lifestyle. We've been on it for a very long time. Would you say that the commercials, the statements that they say, you know, that this plan, is this a lifestyle that you feel like you could follow forever the way that you're currently doing it? I mean, for me, I'm not happy with the lifestyle that I'm living right now because I'm not living it to the fullest. Uh, cause I'm in the, I'm in the battle of the habits again. If you had asked me this four years ago, I would have said, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think I was at a healthier, I was at a healthier place. I was seeing better results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to get the, the results tangled up, but I would say it's, this is the only thing that has worked for me. And I know that what I currently have is a weight issue. And I, you know, I watch all this stuff on Instagram that people like diet culture and diet culture is one thing. I have an addiction. This isn't diet culture for me. This is every day having to battle down an addictive issue. And so for me, this is my, this is the thing that helps me keep it in check. Even when it's like not in check, it is still a route for me and still a boundary for me to hold on to to keep myself in, in check. Mm-hmm. I'd have to agree with you, Aaron. I, I think for me, it was 2013 when I was truly not only staying within my points a lot better, I had seen um, the 50 pound weight loss. And I was also very, very active. I had a, a friend who I worked with who happened, we met at work, but she happened to live close by. We would go walking I'd say like two or three miles every single day after work. And I'd like the, that was when I think I was my most successful in the plan because I had that exercise accountability. I was at the same with the same group that we're with today, but you know, I had seen the results. So I think it was easier. I was maintaining those results. Um, And I think I was content, you know, actually I'm going to say, I'm going to take that back. I, was still focused. My problem was I was still focused on, I still have another 50 pounds to lose. I I was not, when I think about it, I, I was working hard. And when I'd give anything to be back at that weight right now, but when I was there, I was still like, I'm not where I want to be. And I think that is what made it 
easy in a way for the weight to creep back over the past seven, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think for me, I have, I similar to you all, you know, this is something that I'm using to help manage an addictive personality and to an addiction with food, but I don't think I have consistently done the actual WW lifestyle, not Candace's version, (laughs) which is, I don't, you can't say, I can't say that I have consistently done WW the way that it is written. And they've changed it a lot. You know, they always go through their variations, but generally it's, you get this point structure, you stay within these boundaries, you exercise, you focus on your mental health and you have these results. I have done Candace's version for so long and I don't like that lifestyle because that lifestyle is all over the place. It's not based on... um saying no to myself. It's not based on boundaries. It's based solely on emotion, which is the sole reason why I came to this program, which was to help me get out of that. And I wonder what would happen if I, you know, continue to let go of the control of doing it my way, Mm. because I don't do it. If I, you know, the people who we see who are successful long-term, I feel have given in to saying my way doesn't work. I need to focus on, I'm paying, you know, for a plan to show me how to do this in a way that is healthy and in a way that is sustainable and giving into that and not going, I'm so smart. I know everything mm-hmm. because you've seen, I remember, do you all remember like the Wendy plan? You know, pe- people have always made their own version like, oh, okay. Have a super high day this day, super low here, go over here. Mm-hmm. We're making tweaks. What if it were to just be whatever they wrote? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I don't I know think- if I do that consistently. Yeah, I agree. And I think the problem and the challenge may not a problem, but the challenge to that is, I've been in this routine, going back to routines. It's been a routine for me to do it my way and for me to be stubborn and say, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for over 10 years. But really, have I? Like, I've been doing it for me, Ricky's way. And I've been being, I've been very stubborn. So how do we break that routine of knowing, knowing how to do the plan? And I have that in quotes, you know, Versus do I really know how to do the plan? How how many of the years I've been doing this? Have I truly been doing it? And how do I break myself out of the knowing I'm doing it right when I'm not? You know, all of us at different points in our journey have done the, the WW plan. Mm-hmm. And each time that we have done the WW plan, we've had great success. Yes. And Ruby, your 50 pound loss in 2013, mm-hmm. Candace, you know, when you pounds. Back, right. You <laughs> came back and fully committed, like what, right before you got married. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, every week you were, you I were hit 50 oh, pounds again, again, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Me, um, even I'll just even take one of my most recent times, although I'm hesitant to say it because I, at, that was at the start of my, my thyroid, uh, moving too fast. So I got a little extra edge, I think with the metabolism on it, but 2017, I'm 25 pounds up from where I was then. And like, that's, you know, Ricky, where you've talked about that 50 pounds and that stuff sticking in your mind, like that's mm-hmm. what's sticking in my mind mm-hmm. right now. And I've, I've started making that progression back to the WW model. 
I would say I am in, I'm 60% of the way there. Um, but I still have some of the uh, BLTs, the bite licks and tastes that aren't being recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that need to be, it needs to be a hundred. I have to be a hundred percent on. I've got to be a hundred percent on. And that goes back to, am I worth it to be 100% on, on this plan? Yeah. I feel like if somebody were to offer and say, Aaron, Ricky, if you do WW the way that it's written for the rest of the year, I'll give you a million dollars. Like if it were to be something that we really, it's like, oh my gosh, that is such a big prize. I will do it the way that it's written because I value that money or whatever that, you know, would that be something that would, I could see that motivating me like, okay, million dollars just for doing a plan that I'm already paying for. And I just have to put the stuff in. Oh yes, I'm going to do it. But if I say, take out the million dollars, if you do it, you're going to feel so much better. Oh, really? I don't know if I'm okay. Because it feels so nebulous. I think that's the thing is it feels so nebulous, right? It's this intangible thing that until you all of a sudden it becomes tangible in that moment when you realize it, Mm -hmm. at least for me, Mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you guys have had like these epiphanies, like I've had before, like, I wish I could go back to where you were talking about 2013. Like that was our heyday of like the five K's, right? Yes. Like, yes. We were, we were turning <laughs> out those five K's. I'm running. I've got myself like down to, I think like an 11 minute mile, right? Mm-hmm. 10, 11 minute mile. Like your girl has never run a day in her life. Like people turtle, right? When they make fun of me. So for me to be out running, like that felt so amazing. And like, I remember where I ran, um, it was something our WW group had done together and I ran an entire mile. I've never done it since. Hmm. But I remember going, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is what I've wanted. This is why I've done this because I've wanted to be able to do this. And just to even say that I can do it. Wow. That's amazing. I'm so far from that place that it's not Mm. even funny. Like that version of myself, I hold up on a, you know, silver platter and a pedestal. Like I'd love to be her again. I like, I was out, I was walking this week and going, I have zero energy to even start a jog. Can I even get myself back to the place where I want to jog again? I just don't even, or a power walk. I don't even feel like a power walk is possible right now. And then I had to go, well, you know what? You're walking right now. And that's a start because you weren't doing that. However many months ago, you're just, you are a different person now, but you can't give yourself that many excuses though. And I think that's for me is calling BS on my excuses and my Mm -hmm. lack of trying. But for all of those journeys, do you all know or can you think about what what was the impetus or what was the thing that started you on that path, Ricky, when you lost the 50? Was there something that said, okay, I got to get it together for that particular time that you can recall? I think one for me, I think one of the things was um, I believe my blood pressure was high and I was pretend in the pre-diabetic range, which strangely enough, I think I've been reinforced by, you know, not having any health issues or not like that number went down when I lost, but then I gained it back. And 
I am in that pre-diabetic range or close to that pre-diabetic range again. But I think, you know, everything being new, like this was, it was recommitting. I felt like a new member. I was relearning a new program and I had the potential health concerns. Now it's like, okay, well, I've been that new person before, you know, not that I don't care about my health. Am I acting like I care about it? Probably not. When you look, if you look at my tracker, but I think the newness of it back then and also seeing the results quicker, you know, I, it wasn't too fast. It was the average one, two pounds a week, but seeing the 5%, getting the charm, having the meeting room, you know, celebration. And I think the combination of all those things really helped. What about you guys? Uh, I mean, for me, it was, well, I had two things. One, I wanted freedom in my mind because I didn't want to be constantly beating myself up in my head and having the negative conversations. And I tackled that. So that, and that issue is that's done. That's gone. Um, the next thing is for cosmetic reason, um, you know, with, with my job, I'm in front of a lot of people and uh, on camera and I didn't like the way I looked and I felt no one, well, I take that back. Some people were judging me because they very clearly told me that I um, had a face for radio and not TV. Um, and, you know, that was hurtful and it was not great, but uh, I will always have a face for radio and I will always have a voice for radio. So I'm not going to, you know, discount, discount that, but it was cosmetic. I wanted to, uh, you know, I wanted to be able to show up at our things and have people's trust. You know, that goes a long way in, in trust, how you look with people. And so I care enough about my job to want that. And then when I made the transition to come off the air, I guess psychologically, there was a part of me that felt like I could relax. But recently I've had some some more opportunities now where I'm now that things are opening back up, I'm back out in front of people and I'm back on camera and I was on uh, camera again yesterday. And I was like, wow, I don't like the way I look. Mm -hmm. I don't like the way I look and that, but I'm not going to sit there though and keep internalizing it because I can either keep doing it from a super negative place or I can do it from a place of, of correction and action. Mm -hmm. And so right now, like my, my mindset is, you know what, I'm going to get out there when the rain lets up uh, and I'm going to walk and I'm going to put a little more speed on it. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to put a little more speed on it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's similar, you know, I, cause I'm hearing a theme here, go with me here. So for me, mine was, I got to the highest weight I'd ever been in my life. When you all would talk about Aaron, when you talked about 2017 or yeah, 16, whenever, when I was really on it, I saw a number and I was like, oh no, oh no. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the worst I've seen. And it wasn't a Saturday that I rejoined. It wasn't, it was just that day I saw that number. I said, I cannot. And I did the plan the way that it was written. And I didn't look back. But something I'm hearing from all of us is that we hit a goal, right? A preliminary goal. Ricky, your medical issues disappeared right? I saw lower numbers that I was so excited about. I was like, I am so close to wonderland and things that I love. Aaron, you started to see the results, you know, in terms of how you looked and how you felt and you're running and you're running and your five K's. And it was enough in that moment 
not, we weren't exactly where we wanted to be, but I think it lulled, and I'm speaking for all of us, mm-hmm. us into complacency to but, say, I'm not as bad as I was. So what is the difference? And I guess we're, we're friends. So it's like, maybe our personality types are similar. What, what is the difference between that choice? And at that point, it's, it's kind of like a fork in the road. Some people get complacent and are like, okay, I'm good. I'm going to let it go a little bit. But some people go in the other direction and that is enough for them to say, I'm like you're saying, I'm never going back. And they don't <laughs> like they they hold on to that. Like, the you know, when you're talking about Aaron, the running, you know, sometimes that's enough for someone to grab that and say, you know, we have a friend who was in the group who would sit in front of us and and we have I haven't seen her back at the meetings or anything. She started running and she has not stopped. She and, not look back. She's far scumping it. <laughs> she, she's still running. And she, you know. For her, I don't think her, I think her Weight Watchers journey is done. She was, I, I think, down 50 or so or plus pounds. And I, we see sometimes people get to that point and get complacent and then go back and forth and have ups and downs. And like, what is the difference? And I know we, we don't necessarily may not have the answer for that, but what is the difference between they make new goals and them? I, do they make new goals? They could make new goals, but I do wonder, I do wonder lifelong struggle versus I got pregnant and gained weight and need to work off baby weight, right? Like it's, I've never known this life. And I wonder if it is for us because this has been lifelong struggle for us, right? Mm -hmm. Is it, it's, it's part of our mentality that Mm -hmm. I will never be this weight, right? Mm -hmm. Or we've never known a life without the struggle or that's true at some other point. I remember for me, it was like, uh, it was like, let's just see how low I can go. Right. And not a, how low I can go from a, you know, you know, unhealthy standpoint, but life below 200 pounds. What is that? That's fascinating. Uh, Life at 175. Wow. This is, do I do more? Can I do more? Do I want to do more? Right? Like there's no, I, I, for me, I've never had a set standard of what a healthy, maintained Aaron looks like. My entire life is weight struggles. Yeah. And I would say that we're all trying to achieve homeostasis or trying to, mm-hmm. to achieve that. And we're used to Battle. the struggle. Yeah, we're used to the higher. So even though it was positives in our life, Mm -hmm. that's not the norm and changing our normal and getting comfortable with it sometimes is harder, Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though it sounds like it shouldn't be. It's harder. You know, you got to push through and say this, like you said, 175 is my Mm -hmm. is my is my new normal. And I need to get comfortable here and not have to regain to get back to what I know, which is. Yeah. Have you, did you guys always feel like it's a fight? Like if you get to whatever that number is, like it's a fight to maintain it. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is the weight that I'm at now, this isn't a fight for me to maintain. And I don't know if this is homeostasis mm-hmm. for me. If this is just where my, like I go, is this where my body wants to be? But I've had that conversation before and I've gotten down to the other weights and I've been mm-hmm. able to maintain them mm-hmm. for, for a while, you know? 
I, yeah, I think my body doesn't know what, where it should be either, because I think back to middle school and I remember getting to like, I think it was somewhere, maybe it was around 150 or something in middle school. And I remember every single year going up a pant size and I, I'm, specifically remember having a conversation with my mom, like, oh, well, that's normal, right? I, I thought that was normal. Like every year you're getting older, you go up a pant size. And she's like, no, you know, you should be at a certain weight. And then it, in, it got into the 200 high school and um, lost some weight. My first journey with Weight Watchers was then, and I lost weight and I had that aha, like, this is how you eat like that for the first time. But I think that pattern of being in middle school and gaining and gain every and even elementary school gaining every year and thinking that was normal. But my body just has never been at a, like for me being five, four, a normal range since I was a child. I, my body doesn't know it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I can relate. That's all. I yeah. just I know what you mean, and I I don't know. We don't have all the answers, you know. But I think it's good to see that we all have had that time in our lives where, whether it was a negative, and it sounded for us, it was all kind of like maybe for me it was the the the, pot, the weight being so high, but it was enough to say stop doing it your way. Now it's how do I have that reignition that gets me back to get out of stop doing it your way, do it the WW way and seeing those results and then working through that as I see the results. Because you're we're going to have to work through that to get to there's no end, but to get to the maintaining in the new lifestyle and the new body and the new way of thinking. I think it's just, you have to, I feel like I'm going to have to just attack it head on Yeah, and say, you just know factually that Candace's Weight Watchers doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's just factual. The data supports your life <laughs> sucks. So I have an idea for goals for this week. Okay. I think, you know, I'm all about writing things down in lists. What if we made a list of Ricky's way, Candace's way, Aaron's way, you know, for your specific self, and then a list of Weight Watchers, like Ricky on Saturday, sometimes my, what's my pattern? Look back at the data. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do. Saturdays, I typically have this amount of points and I have this amount of weeklies and I, you know, but Weight Watchers, you know, there's no specific, like you have to have, you can't have all your weeklies, but maybe a recommended amount might be, I don't know, like going 15 in or so, maybe that would be a better strategy to know I have things during the week and I could have weeklies left, but maybe having a list of like, this is how, what I typically do. And this is what maybe I think Weight Watchers or WW would suggest my week would look like. I don't know. Just an idea. I like it. I'll do it. I'll do okay. it. I'm in. I'll do it. it. Let's do it. We can share it. Aaron, yeah, if yeah. it didn't happen, <laughs> if we didn't, if there's no picture. It didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Now, my handwriting is not as pretty as yours. Same. You can type it if you would like, but I also want to say I think everyone's handwriting is beautiful. And I'm a teacher. (laughs) You can like a beautiful teacher. (laughs) Wonderful. You have pretty handwriting. I don't know what it says. The rippiest Ricky moment ever. And I love that about you. (laughs) I love it. Everybody's (laughs) beautiful. 
All right. Well, we got to wrap it up. Uh, go take a potty break and refill our WW mugs uh, mm-hmm. for our um, <laughs> for our local WW uh, meeting. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Ricky's in our lemons. So we wish you a good week. Maybe take the challenge with us. If you are also struggling with doing your plan versus the WW plan, I think Ricky's got a great idea in writing it out. We'd love for you to uh, post it. If you feel bold enough to, if that's something that will really help you this week, uh, post it over in the Real WW Talk Facebook group. You can search for us there. Just search Real WW Talk on Facebook. We're also on Instagram and on YouTube. And of course, our podcast, just search Real WW Talk and you can find it anywhere on all of those platforms. All right. Alrighty. That's it. Peace out, y'all. Have a great week, hopefully on the WW plan. And yes, on the actual plan, <laughs> yes. not your own version. <laughs> Bye. Bye.